Welcome to Shonen Trash, where we watch an anime series each week and decide if it's worth their time so you don't have to. I'm Vincent Perez. I'm Lauren Reschel. And I'm Kevin Bobbitt. <laughs> you, sounded so, you sounded so bored coming in, Kevin. I'm very tired. Uh, this, <laughs> this week we are joined by a special guest, Sam Biggs. Sam, welcome to the show. Hey, Sam. guys. What's up? How you doing, How's man? How's it going? It's good, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I'm... Thanks to Vince for kind of facilitating this. I guess, yeah. Oh, yeah, Vince I feel like I go took, back. I feel like part in it, though. But, yeah, I know. Me and Sam have known each other for a long time. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Since, like, my eighth grade year. Oh, no. We didn't yeah. Know. Wait. We oh, need some... oh, oh, really? Time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't need about some it. history going back. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Did this extend to, like... When we were mall rats. We were mall oh, rats. No. Also, you guys, you guys came to my work... Um, I used to work at Toys R Us. That was my first job oh, between shit, like 16 right. and 18. Yes. And you guys would come in on the weekends and play Yu-Gi-Oh! And I helped facilitate <laughs> the Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments at Toys R Us. Yeah, dude. With uh, Do you remember Tom? Yeah. Yeah, he was the bassist in Flaming Boner, that local Flaming band. Boner yeah. was the, the band Tom was part of. Tom was one of our, our higher-end associates at Toys R Us. <laughs> oh, my God. Part of the band <laughs> higher-end associate called at Toys Flaming Rock. Boner. And um, I helped him run the Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments. And uh, Sam, Kyle, and Allison would come in and play Yu-Gi-Oh! with us. And then I also knew you guys because you guys would pop up at ringside when I would play DDR obsessively. Good old yeah. ringside, man. And DDR, oh, I can't beat that. Well, now there's a way, now there's a round one in, out in Chicago, so. Uh, we're, yeah, there's round one. I have to go to round one. I haven't been there. We're yet. we're going when I come up there. We're going to fucking round. We I'm should. playing Tekken Seven the I'm entire down. time we're there, and we're gonna do karaoke. <laughs> I want to play too. I'm gonna try to play DDR and just be super winded and out of breath. Dude, that's play... exactly what happens now. Is you get <laughs> super I just wanna, winded. I just want to play Tekken and do karaoke there one night, and I'll be happy. I want to play. I want to play all of the weird rhythm games that they have now. They have all like the they have the rhythm heaven stuff. game there and like the fucking theater rhythm game and shit. They got like Jubeat and stuff like that. Oh, really? yeah. oh dude, Damn. dude, when we go back to the Yeti offices. They have a Jubeat machine now. What? Yeah, uh, Mike bought a That's Mike cool bought fuck. a Jubeat machine, so we can play Jubeat when we go. What? <sighs> so Sam, uh, let's get a little bit of background on you since you're uh, you're the guest. Sure, man. Uh, what's your what's your experience with anime? A little bit like summary, what kind of stuff you like, and uh, how you got into it? Yeah, how you got into it? Yeah, how oh you man, got into uh, it? well, I probably have to say uh, my mom like gave me Speed Racer VHS tapes when I was pretty young. I was like probably like six, seven years old when she had given me like her Speed Racer VHS tapes that she had, and I started watching those like to fall asleep at night because I always had to have like a movie. Or something, mm-hmm. but then um, you know you had to wake up for school every morning, and I'd always kind of watch TV. And the only show that I really gave a shit about was Sailor Moon. And then like I kind of started <laughs> noticing there was something in, about Speed Racer and Sailor Moon's eyes. You know, they're like there was something about the eyes in those cartoons. You know, and I didn't there wasn't like a term for it uh, to my knowledge yet. You know, that would become anime. And then yeah. you know just kind of transitioned to you know into Dragon Ball Z. Pokemon, Digimon, you know, like everything that we all kind of watched in the 90s. And then um, I found out there was anime conventions from like my friend's older brother that lived down the street from me who had all these DVDs, man, like stuff that I would have never known existed without like him showing it to me. He would like lend me box sets like Trigon, um, Generator Gall, like the first season of Roroni Kenshin, like stuff like that. And I would just like binge watch it and I'd always bring him back like a series and grab another one and 
you know, from that point that's on. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh and then purchased it Suncoast. That's like, oh, yeah, dude. It's you're a blockbuster right there just for anime. Jesus. <laughs> oh, dude, it was amazing. I mean, and he was like, he, he would even like make sure like my parents knew what type of content I was watching because like, so, you know, some of the Japanese anime stuff is, you know. It's not really catered towards kids, yeah. like 90% of <laughs> yeah. well, gets a little weird. Yeah, I, I was yeah. going to say it is now, but it really isn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he, he was the one who showed me, like, he was like, yeah, go to this place called Asen. And then I went my first year. <laughs> oh, God. Two th- yeah, well, the way, the way he told it to me was like, yeah, they have these screening rooms, and, like, you can sit in there 24 hours a day if you want. And I was like, get the <laughs> fuck out. And you're like, fuck yeah. What was the first year you went to Asen? 2003. Jesus. Yeah, it was a 2004. Wow. I think three or four was my first one. Yeah. I have not missed a year since. We try to at least go on like Saturdays. Yeah, we kind of we low key it now. Yeah, yeah, we don't go the whole weekend. I'm going. Um, I'm flying back this year. I'm gonna go. Nice. Yeah. It'll be good. We'll, we'll be there on Saturday, cool. hanging out. We'll have yeah. to meet up. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. But yeah. So uh, so we got some news this week, Kevin. Got some news. Uh, we have a good bit of news this week. Uh, first thing on the news, uh, which jumped out at me immediately when I was going through the news section, <laughs> is I uh, wonder why <laughs> Premium Bandai is now offering real with an asterisk Pokeballs. Uh, real with an asterisk. What 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 do you mean by real? Yes, Will not. Uh, you got you got to so, look at the fine print. <laughs> It says, well, the asterisk is for will not hold Pokemon, but will hold mints and look cool on your belt. Uh, which, which <laughs> by the way, mints, quote, by the quote, way, quote. with the pictures on there, they look cool as shit. I mean, they they do look pretty rad. They're smaller than I thought. Well, they're the they're the the pre enlarged Pokeballs, the yeah, small ones like, before you hit the middle button. The thing they, blow they used up. to do in the anime was like you press the button and then it got really big, and oh, they go yeah. Blue. Uh, but but you can put you can put your drugs in it. <laughs> Which, I mean, Premier like Bandai's I said, for those congoers, man. This is, is a perfect. must for everyone who's ever dreamed of becoming a Pokemon master. A variety of Pokeballs that fit to your waistband, and they may not uh, hold actual Pokemon, but they do have storage space inside. And they show a lot of pictures of these, and these things are like super high quality, and they have all of them. So there's like Pokeball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, Master Ball. Then they got all the like the extra ones like Quick Ball, Dust Ball, yada yada yada. Balls. Um, luxury balls but <laughs> master balls all kinds of balls so the all set includes uh pieces for like Asian to mount balls. them on your belt or your waistband uh and, and it actually come they actually come with candy for you to put inside of them uh but the set's being made because wait, of does it, huh does it come with mints wait it comes yes. with candy yes oh. okay well, uh but the set's being made some candy. Uh, because of the new movie coming out <clears throat> the pokemon film i choose you <clears throat> And so, so there's two sets of these that are actually coming out. There's the set that comes with all the balls. Um, that's going to cost uh, about 65 bucks US. And there's a set coming out that's for the movie that comes with like Pikachu's Pokeball. That's going to be 50 bucks. So okay, and they're supposed to they're supposed to ship around September and August respectively. So that's pretty cool. Like if you if like if you if you if you're a pokemon cosplayer you don't want to use, use those shitty plush ones that you can buy like target the stress there you balls. go yeah the stress ball ones god those things look so dumb what i want to uh, see is like rappers adopting this is japan only wearing though, pokeballs right? i think it might be japan only I mean, yeah but, but i want to see like everything i want to see like future having pokeballs in his belt and he has like zannies in him why <laughs> not <laughs> god. i mean you'll find these in the dealer's room right next to the themed flasks you know yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, God. 
Uh, Vince, you want to do the? Can I just have a Pokeball stand? I just want to like sell Pokeballs. Just have nothing but these, and then every time someone comes up, be like, "Well, these are great. You can keep a bunch of like stuff in it. You can keep drugs in it." <laughs> well, not can. <laughs> can you only get get these in Japan, or will some of the Japanese like toy websites? I feel like some of the toy websites are gonna have these. These aren't like a raffle thing. Who doesn't want to have some I know, Pokeballs? but you know how, like, sometimes that, like, they won't come to the... Like, there's no way to get them in the U.S. at all unless you use, like, a proxy and all that other shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch just well, so, pulled yeah. out a fucking Pokeball stress ball. <laughs> I've been my, my Pokeballs are my desk, so I can literally just open a drawer and pull them out. Oh, my God. Really? Did you get these at Target? I bought these on Amazon. These are the ones I used in that video that I threw at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have a Premier Ball and an Ultra Ball and a regular Pokeball. Nice. The Premier Ball is the softest. They actually look, they look pretty nice. Uh, but I can throw detailed. them at Taco. And I've, I've yeah, had a detailed. couple. So what else? Vince, day. do you want to do the next piece of, the next little piece of Yeah, piece? so the next next little bit of stuff we got is uh, Target is doing a cross-promotion with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, where they're putting those big-ass red balls outside. They're putting, like, Mario and Luigi's face they on them. They already have. Yeah, yes. they already started doing it. Um, and then they also have Mario Kart like decals on the carts. Yes, I saw yeah. that. That is so great. Couple I need to figure out which pictures. Target near us does that, uh, so I can. Marquise and uh, Robin already. Yeah, I need yeah. to. I need pictures. to ride in a cart dressed so, as Shy Guy. I need to like because I have to go to Target tomorrow. Hopefully, because our Target did the Pokemon thing last year when Pokemon Go was real big. Nice. Uh, so hopefully they do it for this. That'd be pretty baller. It, but the, you're just gonna take a picture sitting. I'm, in the gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the slip off of the ball. Fuck that. It's a slip cover. I'm don't taking that fucking shit. thing. Fuck that noise. No. And then and then you have to make you have to make a big helmet the size of the target ball yep. and then wear the. Yep. St- <laughs> Jesus Christ! Walk around with a huge fucking ball head. Yep. And it's just like Mario. You have to don't take Luigi though because Mario's stuff. lame. Nobody likes Mario. Okay. Fuck Everyone likes Luigi. <laughs> Luigi is like the coolest fucking dude. Luigi is the best. Luigi, I love you. Luigi had his own year. Well, actually, Waluigi is my favorite, but. Uh, Waluigi is also my favorite because yeah. he gets shit on. He hasn't even appeared in a game besides any of the sports games. He's appeared in like the sports games and like Mario Party. Occasionally, Mario Party. His first appearance was what? Mario Tennis? Yes. He's in Mario right? Kart games too, though. He is in Kart games. His now. first appearance was Mario Tennis because Wario needed a doubles partner. Yep. <laughs> That's literally why they made him because Wario needed a, a doubles partner. But he's been in all the. Extra I like shit. that they just took Luigi's name and put Wa before it, and they're like, "There you go. That's it. That's all we're gonna do. That's all you get." I mean, it works. That's Wa all Luigi. Wario, so, dude, Nintendo gets away with everything. I don't even know why you'd be surprised with that. I mean, when you think about it, their main mascot is a fat Italian plumber, and they've made it work for like. What, 30 years time. now almost? Yeah. A fat Italian plumber who we've actually seen do plumbing work one time. I mean, Once. if you count like Super Mario Sunshine, that's kind of he's, like plumbing. He's, he's never done up. plumbing work. He washed the streets. If you, if you pretend that all of the goop is shit, then it's technically plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he pulled out tools and actually fixed a pipe once. I mean, but in, in Super Mario Brothers, the arcade game, no. they're in a sewer jumping on shit in a sewer. He's fixed. That's no. technically plumbing. Uh-huh. <laughs> or the movie. Or the, the movie. movie. Oh, my God. That fucking movie. Ah, the movie's so good, though. I love the movie. <laughs> it's so bad. It's fucking so bad. John Leguizamo's in that movie. Okay, so the only thing from the movie that I actually enjoyed is, is the, uh, the bombs. <laughs> I always wanted a fucking bomb after that movie. Like, oh, I just want that little thing. You wind it up, you let it run, and it blows the fuck up. 
I mean, Imagine you could being make that or look in real cute, life with bobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. What we got next on the on the news agenda, oh, Kevin? God, I don't like this next piece of news. Uh, so <laughs> apparently, there's a new single. Uh, I guess it's out from Big Boy. Uh, who, if you don't know rap music, he's like one half of Outkast. And again, if you don't know rap music, you probably don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's of Big Boy, Killer Mike, Young Jeezy. Uh, who else is in this? Uh, All big Southern rappers. It's a bunch of big Southern rappers. It bothers me that Killer Mike's on it. Actually, it's funny because they're all big Southern rappers, as in they're all kind of large. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so the, the the new track was it's called Kill Jill, uh, and it's they sampled Hatsune Miku in this Pun. track, and mm. it sounds like. A DDR track. <laughs> it does. It does sound like it. a DDR track. It's really bad. But I I don't like that stuff anyways. You don't like like happy hardcore stuff? Not anymore. What about Eurobeat? No, Eurobeat. Oh, God. Who doesn't love Eurobeat? We are actually watching we were watching fucking Initial D the other day. I love Initial D so much. <laughs> and I was just like, man, I missed this. And yeah. like, seeing how bad the CGI was, uh. I'm just like, it's oh, funny. It's, so awful. it's funny that I can tolerate this CGI, but I hate the new Berserk so much. Dude. Yeah. If you notice, the initial D characters all have the funkiest lips, dude. They're like breaking yes! duck face the all the fucking time. Like mm, they do baby, the weirdest shit. Up? Also, Takumi, Takumi has like that weird hook nose. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. Oh man, we have to. So we have to do Hatsune Miku is oh sampled God. from Miku. Miku. <laughs> I've just butchered oh. that fucking name. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't be, even listen to Miku. I don't understand the whole hype behind it. I used to like Vocaloid the, back in the day, and then the I was only just like, thing "Bye." Vocaloid that I can actually stand is the games that they put out on like PS3 and PS4 because those are actually good rhythm games. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. It was originally PC games too. Yeah. Yeah. Before they came, started coming to the US, and that's when I was into it. And I was going to actually have a like half star cosplay from back in the yeah. day. Oh, like Step Mania. Um. Yo, Step Mania was you, shit. You mean Beat Beat Mania? Christina Cosplay from Beat Mania. Do you Beat remember uh, like- Bamani style for Step Mania? Yes. yes. I would actually yes. be able, like, if I wanted a song, I would just download the Step Mania file and just drag it from the folder of the of the file. Yes. It was almost like legal bootlegging, but it wasn't. <laughs> I had I had the most massive Step Mania library. Did I know, really? Um, yeah, I did. I had I had like fifteen hundred songs. Oh wow! Jesus. I had like I had like every iteration of a d- official DDR stuff on my Step Mania, and then I had also all of like all the, the in the group stuff, and then I had all of like the fan made stuff that was like super insane. Yeah, so we, we had an ITG machine in my in our in our in our old arcade before they closed it, um, and we had like uh, for some reason around here like you never saw like white nerds. It was all like black dudes. Uh, who went to the arcade? <laughs> who like we all played fighting games. We all played DDR too. I was about like, to say, were no, they all playing? Oh, nobody really? ever played any of it. Like we all played the fighting games and we played DDR. No other arcade machines got touched unless like some random kid came in there. That's awesome. But we had I mean, the IT- what is it? What is it about that? Though? I don't know. Like I don't know. Within the black and Mexican communities, it's all fighting games. It's all fighting games. Yeah. Uh, and it's but, funny because like black blacks tend to lean more towards like Marvel's Capcom, and then the Mexican yes, dudes are always yes. like King of Fighters. Yes, so, okay, all the black dudes wanted to play the Marvel stuff, and they always wanted to play Street Fighter. Uh, and, like, there was, like, the rare people, like, my group, that always wanted to play Tekken. And then, like, you'd have, like, the Mexicans all, like, the are Mexican always King of Fighters. wanted to play, like, King of Fighters or, like, SNK or something. Yeah. I don't know why but, that was. Uh, 
But it was always I'm, like that. I have no fucking idea. So, but we had the, we had what the, did the white machine. kids do then. Did they just stay play at DDR. Home? Okay. They play like they play Street Fighter probably. Uh, they play Street Fighter and play DDR and uh, Dance Maniacs. Oh but, god, Dance Maniacs. But we had the ITG machine in our arcade, and like once a week, uh, we would like they like leave out like a request sheet for stuff that we wanted step charts for, and they would download the oh, stuff god. to their PC and put them onto the machine for us. Oh, that's cool as fuck. Yeah. So like we'd have a our our machine like I think at near the time they closed the arcade like the machine was lagging because there was so much stuff that it had to go through and process. <laughs> they had not enough RAM yeah. to run the thing anymore. <laughs> but oh my god, I, oh, I missed that. So fucking high school, man. <laughs> fucking the end of high Go school back. and beginning of college for me was just playing <laughs> ITG. I feel like everyone DDR. who played DDR eventually evolved to ITG after a while. Yeah. Because I, I played ITG for a yeah. Fucking cool step charts. You could like customize how the step chart moved and shit. It was dope. Everybody played That's fucking cool. and then GGG by like, Girls oh, Generation man. on that bitch. Mm-hmm. Paranoia, <laughs> paranoia is too too weak for me now, and I can't do it. So I need some harder I, harder stuff. I still have step yeah. mania. I need oh some God, physically actually. impossible step charts. <laughs> I'm looking. I still have step mania on this computer. I'm looking. I remember, at like, like no, I, I got a B on Max Unlimited once, and I thought I was fucking. King. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I could do shit. Max 300 without looking for a while. Really? That was fun. Yeah. I memorized it. the step chart. You were the one who did the frozen ray uh, spin the first time I saw yeah. it. Yeah. I remember that. I copied that I was, for years. I had after so much fun on freestyles. Yeah. Freestyles are my thing. Of course they would be. I like showing off. Yeah, you do. Next up on the news, Kevin, this is for you because uh, I, I know how much you love this stuff. I guess it's for me. Uh, uh, Pokemon the series Sun and Moon kicks off regular Disney XD broadcasts on May 12th. Um, back, uh, back in December of last year, we got a pre, we got like the first like three episodes on Disney XD. Cause I guess Cartoon Network lost the licensing for Pokemon. Really? I guess cause oh. it's all moved to Disney now. Like they're showing all the movies That's and weird. stuff on Disney. Disney, Disney's like Disney gobbling up a lot of stuff. <laughs> Disney XD is like yeah. a new like teenager like thing. Like Power Rangers is, yeah. and all that stuff. But Why so, doesn't Disney just buy Cartoon Network at this point? No. No, please oh, no. no. Please no. Uh, uh-uh. But so so they're actually going to show the anime. I've actually been watching this, uh, the Japanese version. With, like, I honestly want to watch it because it looks like it's fun. It's very funny. And Team Rocket actually like gets shit done in a lot of this show. <laughs> they're actually fucking up some shit. But like, this is... They're like, not absolutely useless. In the last, I don't know how many years Pokemon's been out. This has actually been like the best season. Best looking for one because the new animation style is really fun. Uh, but is like, it 20 years or 25 years? It's 20. 20, 20? Yeah. Yeah. Last year was the 20th anniversary. Uh, so yeah, like it, it's cool. It's, it starts uh, the May 12th at 9 p.m. And it's cool they're showing it at nighttime now. It's not like a Saturday morning fucking thing. That's cool. Um, Same voice actors and stuff? Uh, I have no idea. Like, I didn't watch any of the... I didn't watch the two English preview episodes they did. Um, but the Japanese one sounds like it's still the same voice actors. So, I don't know. It's pretty good. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Team Skull's in the in the new iteration, right? Yep. Okay, that'll make me watch it. <laughs> I hate that Team Skull is like the new thing to cosplay, though. I've seen so many of them. It's like why? I mean, it, it was expected. Well, I know, but at the same time, like they're hitting that that Deadpool Harley Quinn level of like being kind of like lame. I and I it bumps me out because I love really? Team Skull. Really? My thing is... I mean, that's, I, I, a lot of people are complaining about it at Katsu. Uh, yeah, MAGFest, there was a billion uh, Team Skull people. But, like, it, it was better when you saw, like, 
Guzma or like the other high ranking people from Team Skull and was like, okay, it's a group. Like Gladius like, and stuff. It's not just like people randomly just dressing up as grunts and shit. Yeah. Like there's literally like uh, a, uh, the whole group there and like all the grunts were like praising all the higher ups whenever they like stopped at the booth or something in the artist alley. <laughs> it was the coolest shit ever. I still kind of want to do Guzma. I think, I think there was there was an Ash like around and they were just like fucking with that kid so hard. Jesus. <laughs> there was one point they were, there was one point they were all coming down the escalator and all you saw was a bunch of grunts, Guzma and a bunch of grunts behind him on the escalator. Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Army. It's perfect. So like if Blasting it's, it's really fun like that, hip-hop. it's cool, but if it's getting to like the Deadpool point, I'm like, alright, I'm kinda done with it. I mean it's an easy costume, it's an so extremely a lot of people yeah. are gonna costume. do it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wow. do a Guzma Lint Biscuit crossover. Yeah. Why do you make me It's gonna be great. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna carry on a boombox and blast and blast Nookie and it's gonna uh, be amazing. It's totally <laughs> you want to grab the last bit of the last bit of the uh, the news for Yeah. Okay, so uh, we have a Goshoyama's Detective Conan manga series has printed over two hundred million copies worldwide. Jesus. Who doesn't love Detective Conan though? Really? Who it's one of those series that like you Detective can't Conan. hate because it's great. Yeah. I agree with that. I think we've all been watching He's Adult so Swim cool. and just like caught it really late at night and just be like, yo, this is kind of cool. The premise is really good. Like great. But... It's a very wholesome series, even though it's filled with murder. <laughs> this show, like, it's it's dark as shit, but it's like, I guess the fact that he's a kid kind of lightens it up a little bit, but... But he's like not a kid. Yeah. I mean, I... he is and he isn't. It's weird. It's kind of like how Chibi Usa bounces back and forth a lot. Yeah. 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 But... Uh, I mean the, the anime is still going strong it's still coming new episodes on Crunchyroll I've actually been like trying to keep up with it yeah my roommate I'd like to dabble in it like, pretty much completely caught up with that show he's seen Jesus. hundreds of episodes of Case Closed love it how is, oh, he doesn't like, watch too much anime but you know when he does find something he likes he's very committed I think there's like it's 20 like being super absorbed in too, One Piece is nuts yeah. Or like Gintama. Everyone wants me to watch One Piece and Hunter Hunter, and I'm just I want Jesus. to watch them, or uh, preferably uh, Hunter Hunter. But yeah, I'm I would say so do Hunter Hunter, Hunter, Hunter because One Piece you would lose your life trying to. Yeah, watch that exactly. Now. You know, it's like Naruto. Would... I started Naruto in like seventh grade, and just now, finally, it just ended. I can yeah. at least see what kind of happens at the end. But Boruto, how many episodes, Boruto Kevin? Six hundred? Uh, five hundred. Five hundred. Which that's, is still it's still halfway much. halfway to well, one that's piece. Just, that's just Shippuden, though. No, that's all of it. Yeah. Shipp- no, oh, it's it all, all of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But then there's one piece that has what a thousand, and then there's also fillers and the movies. They should do what they did with JoJo, where they do like those condensed episodes or uh, like. They should just pull in Ava and just make movies well, out of the entire they, there's that? One Piece. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I or mean. Or like even stuff. even in the '90s and the early 2000s, everything was like 26 or 52. And yeah, yeah. And if you watch those shows, the pacing is usually really good. Yeah, yeah. And except One Piece has like all they have seasons full of filler, just like yeah, Naruto, which I think yeah. is so yeah, it's so u- but, I think that's uh, so useless. After the before, right before the time skip happened, there's a half a season of filler. Ugh. Because the Ew. the the manga was still in production, I believe. Uh, and they hadn't gotten that yeah. far. I hate filler. So. Yeah, I mean, there's the occasional good filler episode, but not much. I mean, do you guys follow Naruto at all? 
Yes. Ever, ever yeah. Did. I did. Kevin, Kevin and really does. Okay. I have like, seen every episode of Naruto, and I'm watching forward to right now. <laughs> okay. Cool. So like. Obviously, everyone wants to know what Kakashi looks like underneath the mask, and I think the filler episode of them just following him around and trying to set traps for him to take his mask off, that was that was clever. There was an OVA, but they that finally showed his face. Yeah, yeah exactly. Did. Yeah, I mean, at least they do that now for you, but... Yeah. He, has a, he has a little beauty mark. Yeah. He does. Oh. Whoa. So <laughs> they finally revealed the, the super ultimate mysterious hottie's face. They should have given him, like, a big beard or yeah. something. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like something that just fluffs out as soon as he drops the. What if he had a down? huge beard? That would be amazing. It would be. But... Or like a fucked up mouth. <laughs> yeah. What if he had fish lips, like fucking uh, Takumi's best friend in Naruto? <laughs> D? I'm pretty sure they they show like a little like you know imagination bubble above one of the characters when he's, he's got the uh, he's got the Rick and Morty lips. face. Mm-hmm. He has the Rick and Morty mouth with a little W. <laughs> the Rick and Morty mouth, and he has like the drool coming down. Too. Yeah. The kitty mouth. Yeah. God. Uh, but that's it for the news this week. Uh, that's a that's all that good news. little chunk of news. Um, so we said last week that there's, this is going to be a special episode, and it is. Um, so we, we we talk about your history with anime. What is what are you doing with anime now, Sam? Um, well, I'm doing a couple things. Um, I guess the coolest thing I've gotten to do so far, like in you know the anime industry at all, would probably be uh. I got cast in Nanbaka around, uh, I don't know, say December, I want to say. And yeah. that was around the time, like, we got word, or, you know, I got word that they were simul-dubbing it, and uh, I, you know, sent in a couple auditions for a couple characters. I read some stuff and waited a couple days, which was pretty nerve-wracking, because even just having a chance to audition, you know, for my first time and have it be yeah. at a reputable place like Funimation was just kind of nerve-wracking. And never being a voice actor before uh you know i didn't really know what i was you know getting myself into but yeah i mean um after like a three-day wait i got a text asking if i could commit to the show because um you know an episode will air in japan and then they will retrieve it from them and do the script writing and essentially we dub it in a week you know usually wow that's awesome damn so it's a quick turnaround yeah exactly and like that's if, a you know, really quick example, turnaround well, you got to think too. I mean, as an anime fan, even myself, if I want to watch a show, you know, sure, there are times I'd rather watch a dub. Um, but if I'm really interested in the story, like, you know, I'm going to take what's first available. So if yeah. you want dubs to be successful, I think this is my theory and like other people's opinion too. You know, it, obviously a quick turnaround on it would be beneficial, you know, for, oh, for the sure. entire, yeah. like American anime industry, in my opinion. And like, I mean, you know. It definitely, and it kind of keeps it a little bit more exciting, too. I think, like, as an actor, like, you know, I have to wait to find out what happens, too, unless I want to read the manga, you know. But, like, then I find out, and all of that information is fresh before I go in and, like, you know, do the part. But, um, yeah, I got That's cast really Super cool. <laughs> That's really cool. That's really cool. Because, I mean, yeah, I know uh, right now My Hero Academia is doing the simul-dub, and that's, like... Exactly. Yeah, and that's that's been really cool. I haven't listened to the to the dub yet, but... The fact that it's coming out as an episode that's coming out is amazing. Yeah, it's awesome that they're doing that for certain shows. And even the second season of ha uh, Attack on Titan, I know they're like right about to release a dub of that. And I know they're like three or four episodes already out, but you know that's still a pretty good turnaround comparing it to you know five, ten years ago when you're waiting months, you know, to see a show that comes out in Japan or maybe never because it never gets picked up. We have to wait till next year to get the dub of um, uh, Little Witch Academia because Netflix in Japan is real shitty. 
So my buddy loves that show. I need to. We need to watch it. I want to watch it so bad. Everyone yeah. says it's so great. <laughs> Little witch girls. Um. So okay. So you said you know you you submitted the auditions and everything. How did you find out about about doing this? This is. This, so you're the first person we've had that does industry stuff on here, so we're going to ask a couple questions about about stuff. Just, just we're curious about what this. Sure. Um, well, first off, being in a state that has an anime studio would be, like, the mandatory first step. You know, you have mm-hmm. to be able to physically be there, you know? So that leaves you with, like, Canada, Texas, and L.A., to my knowledge. And then there's, you know, a few and far between, like, smaller studios or places that do dubbing. But um, there's that. Um, I have been uh, I've been you know pretty good friends with some people in this industry for a long time. Like since I was like 13, I'd say is when I first met some of my friends that were doing acting and you know just part of the con circuit you know across the country. And you know I've stayed in touch with them and you know I've pursued my music career and like you know just my creative life you know outside of anime too you know very heavily and like I've been passionate about a lot of different things and. When it came to doing this, um, Aaron is the director of this show. And uh, Aaron and I met at an ASEN probably when I was like 16. <laughs> and he was probably like 14 or 15. So I'm, I might be off by a year or two. But, you know, we oh, met, wow. yeah, we met when we were like pretty young. Wow. And we and him, like, me and him just like hit it off like really well. And, you know, we were close to the same age. And uh, I introduced him to my group of friends. And, like, you know, everyone just like welcomed him, like, you know, with hugs and all that good jazz and since then we pretty much stayed in touch you know we made an effort to you know travel and meet up at certain cons or like go kind of do like group outings together and when I moved here in Austin he was actually like the first person to uh, drive down from Dallas or like anyone to come visit me like he came down and we went out and hung out and uh, we had hung out like a year prior to that uh, on The Walking Dead because we were doing like extra zombie work there (laughs) so we were like walkers for an episode and we were just talking about like you know anime and stuff and he had mentioned he was going to be directing eventually you know he was being trained or you know just kind of learning getting his feet wet in it and about a year later you know I moved down he came and visited and we ended up hanging out and stuff and I think I just texted him for his birthday and I asked him when we would hang out again and he was just like what's your email and I didn't even ask a question I was just like oh he's probably just going to send me something I don't know what but something and then I opened it up and it was pretty much like read this and record it and send it back to me and I, and I kind of knew what I was getting myself into then and the like I said those three days of waiting for him to text me because you know we're friends and I was worried that like he was like trying to figure out a way to let me down easy you know what I mean Cause, <laughs> yeah you know yeah that's always nerve-wracking yeah it is and like Aaron's not Aaron's the type of guy you know he's super honest and upfront and like you know this is his show like you know it's his name going on and it's got to be done well and he, obviously if he's gonna keep directing he's got to put out you know good work and i think he does put out great work he also wrote um the script for this show too and i think it's hilarious it's very well done and like the translations from you know bringing the japanese humor to kind of like a little bit of the modernized american humor we have here and to give it to an audience here i think he did an amazing job but um yeah he ended up casting me as sukumo and i have been driving up there doing like any time you know that character appears in that show like you know i get a call and i go and i do that and Sometimes I'll kind of do, like, some Wala stuff, which is, like, you know, background characters in other shows and, like, just minor parts in other shows. So it's fun, you know, because you work with, like, some other directors and stuff, and a lot of them have done, you know, shows that, you know, we all have grown up on or loved. So it's, it's cool, you know. It's really cool to 
like just kind of be in that environment. You know, I still feel like I'm a noob and kind of like a wallflower there. You know, I don't like talk much, but anytime I go in, it's it's a good time. It's a really good time. That's kind of awesome. That's that you really fell cool. Into it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't expected at all, and I definitely. It's something that I've always had in the back of my mind, like, man, I would love to do this, you know, because I've been a fan since I was, you know, like I said, six, seven years old watching Speed Racer, and it's changed my whole life. You know, going to conventions has changed my whole life. It's how I met my friends. It's how I know all these people across the country, and, you know, it's how I have, you know, some of just, like, the best memories I've ever made are at these conventions, and, you know, obviously anything I can do to support this industry, I will. You know, it's something I firmly believe in. I feel like anime fans have a type of... uh conviction and loyalty to like their service than most like other fan groups do and i think the conventions are also like on a whole nother level compared to other conventions for sure i mean it's kind of crazy because like we all know each other through conventions for yeah. the most part like, yeah me, me and kevin know each other through tumblr and then met through conventions <laughs> and then i know lauren because mutual friends through conventions. conventions yeah and yeah. that see that's and awesome now, because now look I'm, at what I'm, you're doing you know yeah, I'm going to be going to hopefully a, a job out out in Chicago because of friends that I met through conventions. Yeah. So yeah, conventions do a lot for for people. Like if you never, for anybody listening to this, if you've never done a con, go to a con. You meet some cool as fuck people. Uh, it's not, seriously, everything, yeah. everything isn't going to work out like this, but like you meet some, some really of cool my fucking people. You meet friends. some of the best friends in the world. Meet them in line, in the lobby, anywhere, on an elevator, you name it. You will meet someone cool, and everyone has a cool story to tell. I, Especially I met, if you just give people the time of day. I met yeah. one of my best one of my best friends, Stephanie. We met uh, at MAGFest, of all things, uh, like my first year there, waiting in line to see Game Grumps. And we meet up there every year. We've been, like, kept in touch and everything. She's cool, like, and, like, she she sent me an invite to her wedding this year, uh, oh, which awesome. is which is baller. Like, that's you, you meet great people doing stuff like this, you know? It's so, true. It's, yeah, you do. Just Another, say hey I've to somebody. I've met most of my friend group. My yeah. current friend group is like mostly through cons, and my best friends are through cons. Yeah, yeah, and all my so weird. Yeah, all my all my homies, like all my people back home, like that I grew up with and went to high school with, we still all go to a con together, you know. And that's ASEN. You know, we try to go to more. We used to go to so many, and I I know you did too, Vince, because I would always bump in. Oh yeah, like anywhere in the Midwest, I pretty much expected. Pretty to much, see yeah. You. Um, I was I was the party machine back in the day. <laughs> oh my god. I've seen it. Yeah. I have yeah. seen it. I think we've all seen it. This is uh, a madman. Yeah. I'm glad I toned down. <laughs> yeah, pre- did you though? It used to be pretty bad. <laughs> oh man. I think it, um another thing too, I kinda um gotta give a huge credit to this is like uh Project Beck is like the band that it's one of the side projects I'm in. And um yeah. you know, that band is kind of formed like just based off of like a mutual love for like one show and that's back mongoling chop squad like the people that put that entire show together know exactly what it's like to be a musician and like greg ayers does the main character in that show and the character is a singer too and one of the guitar players in the band and uh we pretty much formed like a band to play one show at ohio con and it was just going to do to like the Beck music just to kind of celebrate it, you know, give it one time, give some people who are fans of the show like a kind of an intimate performance. And there's an MC in the show, and uh, it's played by um, Justin Cook. Um, and he, he does like all the rapping parts for the band and like all like kind of like the heavier like MC parts. The, the Zach De La Roche kind of <laughs> yeah, Exactly, exactly. Well, we, um, 
we were Greg was friends with a nerdcore rapper, Doctor Awkward, who was uh, based out of San Diego, and he works for Psionics, the people who do uh, Rocket League. Yeah, yeah, and he, oh, okay. yeah, he's actually on. A, he just made Forbes 30 under 30 this year. Kind of crazy. He's, That's uh, cool. He's like their esports awesome. luminary. Yeah, he's their esports uh, community manager. If I'm not mistaken. That's awesome. Yeah, he's he's great. He's a super talented musician too, and. Uh, he watched the show and he's one of Greg's friends and he was like, yeah, I'll totally do the, these parts for you guys. I'd love it. Like I've never played in a That's rock, fucking cool. a rock band. So Ohio con, like, you know, paid for all of us to come out. Like, you know, they, by paid, they rented all the gear, you know, took care of us, gave us rooms and we played the show and, um, people loved it. You know, we didn't, we didn't get to rehearse, um, too much because we're all scattered around the country. You know, uh, my drummer Perry, who's in my band, he drums in that band with me as well. And my buddy Houston plays bass, and uh, our friend Cody at the time was um, in Louisiana. So there was a lot of, like, practicing through Skype, kind of like we're talking now, or, like, just sending videos back and forth. And, um, you know, we played that show, and it had a really, really good response. And almost, I'd say two months after that, Otakon hit us up, and they wanted us to come. And this was 20 That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, so... We were like, oh my god, you know, I've wanted to go to Otakon since I was, you know, a kid. When I found out, you know, it was like the second biggest one or like the biggest one in America, and I was like, oh, it's that'd not be that so great cool. <laughs> we ended we ended up going, and it was an awesome time, 2015. Like that was a good time, and it was supposed to be only one show, but you know, several other cons uh, have hit us up in like the last couple of years. You know, we went to OniCon in Galveston, and I was just in Minnesota two weeks ago at Anime Detour. And we played there, too. Um, and, I mean, that's been a huge thing. You know, obviously, you're hanging around the people that make this industry, you know, stay alive and keep it afloat. You know, so I'm constantly meeting all these people that are kind of like, you know, background heroes to this entire thing, you know, that you yeah. wouldn't notice at all. But they're the, seriously the people, like, keeping this entire thing up. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the thing. Cons are crazy, people, man. A lot of people don't understand is, like, there's so much that goes into anime besides like the voice acting thing that they that people never celebrate, uh, especially when it comes to bringing stuff over here. Uh, yeah, I mean the directors and the scriptwriters and the engineers are some of the hardest working people in this industry. Like when it comes to the actual you know like anime aspect, and I mean they definitely don't get the recognition, in my opinion, that they deserve. I mean they, it takes a lot of time to figure out how to cast these these roles and. You know, write scripts that people are gonna actually bond to. You know, you know, believe the characters and what they say. Man, I mean, you could always have like early '90s script writing. That was always great, <laughs> wasn't it? Though, <laughs> like we we recovered G Gundam last week, and oh, me and Kevin, damn, it was so. Me and Kevin good. were just raving about how good the writing was. My the finger, so my awful. hand is burning red. It's so it good. It was so it, good, man. like. Like, and, and the I thing couldn't. is, the thing is, the right the script writing it it it's very it's a stretch to say it holds up now, but like, isn't it? It's so bad. It's, it's bad. It's awesome how it's much it's progressed. Like, you though. can like, still watch it and be like enthralled with it because it's campy. Oh, oh absolutely. God, so I I till I this can't. day the cheese <laughs> till the cheese day. is amazing. The cheese is too. Much it's so for me. great. I love uh, Master Asia and Domon's dance they do when they meet each oh other. Oh my Holy god! Shit. Like, come on, man! Like. 
every time I see an old friend, I want that shit. Like, I want straight <laughs> I don't need up. no secret handshake. I want to dance. Yeah, dude, some choreographed fighting dancing. Oh, that'd be so great. I mean, even till this day, like, the uh, that phrase when he's like, here I go. Like, whenever I'm playing Destiny uh, or something online and I'm about to pop a super, I'll be like, here I go. Like, in the chat. <laughs> I need to do that in Overwatch. So Holy fu- shit. My friend Nas, like, wants to just kill me every time. He's like, oh, God, because he, he knows exactly what I'm referencing. That needs to be like if anybody plays Genji. Yes, it has to be like yeah. right before they fucking pop their old. Oh, just, here I go. This sword of mine burns with an awesome power. Yeah, speaking of anime and speaking of Genji, fucking, I don't you know if guys. you saw Vince. Genji has like a an Ava skin in Heroes of the Storm because they're adding him to Heroes of the Storm. Yes. Yeah. And he looks like yeah. he, he looks like Ava Unit One. I was like, why can't we have it on the console? Why can't we have it on, on fucking Overwatch? Have, I mean, Overwatch he already has so a little beautiful. fucking. He has his his sword. It would look so cool if they just made Nava skin. I mean, they have that that Gundam skin for Farah. Yes, yeah. I know. Like, yeah. I had to buy that. <laughs> uh, I want more so, anime uh, references in Overwatch. Same. That'd be so good. I mean, they. It's basically an anime shooter. Almost, it looks like it. Pretty much. Yeah. Design, I like, mean, they're they're treating it like it for the most part. Like, yeah. look at look at all the stuff that's going on with like Diva and yeah, and the, sure. the 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 hated Shimada brothers. Uh, nobody likes them. What if, you, if you main Hanzo, nobody likes you. I think it's Vince true. Lauren, do you guys have any questions for this? For <laughs> it's Sam? one of the I'm worst trying insults. More. Try, I don't know. I've known Sam for such a long time. Like we always just like randomly meet up. Yeah, and talk about random stuff. You know, we, we never talk like anything serious too much. That's, why though? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every I don't even have to call you to find you at a convention though. I literally just have no. to look around for a little bit, and then I will find you every single time. I am. I am everywhere and nowhere. I mean, <laughs> I totally you're just a C2E2, so, like, I mean, you're you're on it. Lauren just keeps, like, this happens at every con, and, like, since I know so many people, I'll disappear. Like, Lauren will turn around, and I'll be yeah. gone, oh, and yeah, she'll get mad it. at yeah. me. It's just it. like, oh, look, I met that person. Oh, I saw that person, Cause too. Because he'll just, just walk off, and then I can't find him, and I'm, like, looking around like an idiot. That's how it was a colossal. Yeah, you go with, for sure. You go with great intentions of being in a big group, and then all of a sudden, you know, everyone's like, you know, two manning it, three manning it, and then all of a sudden you're alone for an hour. Then you're with five people for another hour. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm pretty sure the only reason we hung out, we hung out the the first time we we met at Katsu was because that was the first time we actually really hung out in person. I swear to God. Yeah. Like. Every other time we've met at a con, awesome. we'll start hanging out at the beginning. Katsu's fun. Disappear, and we're back together at the end of it. Yep, pretty much. But I mean, that's how that's how it is. I don't know. Ka- Colossal. Katsu's fun. Colossal's yeah, great. We're doing Colossal. That's our. Oh no, Isan and then Colossal. Yeah, that was actually oh. one of the years. Um, Aaron was at Colossal, and we drove down there, and we all went to Cedar Point after like the con was done. And yeah. uh, I was standing in line and I was talking to, you know, there was a couple people with Aaron and I had a couple of my friends. I was talking to someone and me and this guy were talking about Rush and drums and, you know, guitar and rock music and everything was going great because we were both musicians. And finally I was like, man, your voice it sounds so familiar. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I do anime stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, why does it sound so familiar? He's like, well, I do a lot of stuff in Gundam. And I was like, oh, no. Like, which one? You know, I got. Oh, oh no. He's meaning, like, <laughs> I'm about to fanboy and I never do this. So, like, let me, you know, I'm like, which one? And he was like, oh, I do, uh, like, Gundam Wing. And I was like, uh huh. 
keep <laughs> keep going. He's like, I'm Catra, and I was like, No fucking way, no fucking. <laughs> way. I was like, you know, I was like, because I loved the Sandrock Gundam so much, and I loved Catra's character like as a kid. Like honestly, he was my favorite one, even though he was the most passive out of all of them. I just thought his Gundam was so cool, and I loved his like little sand army, like you know, all those cool guys with like the like the sand robots, the Gundams. I don't remember what they were called, but they were they were cool as hell looking. And I ended up so re- what's up? Oh no, I was gonna say so since. You're in the industry now and everything. Do you still fanboy over other voice actors that you meet? Um, no. I mean, I. Uh, it's like I'm. I. I love. <laughs> okay. The here's work a better version of my question. Do, you know. And do I, you do you try not to, but you still really want to? <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course. There's like there's parts of me that you know I'll be working with someone that you know has done something I really care about and changed my life and you know obviously usually when I'm meeting that person I'm not in the position to express that you know I'm either like I'm either taking direction or you know I'm doing work at you know in the moment and I don't want to obviously sidetrack that or like make it seem like you know I'm there to you know only just hang out and get an autograph or something silly like that. You know what I mean? I want to make sure that I make, you know, them happy, obviously, if they're using me in their show or something. But, um, I mean, there's definitely some people I'd love to meet and I'd probably still feel, you know, all giddy about, you know, just, just because they've either directed or written for a show I care about or even voice acted a character I really like. I mean, there's so many awesome people in this industry that, you know, you might only get one chance to meet. So if you do get a chance, I think it's always nice to say something about you know how their work affected you in a positive way if you can yeah so in 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 a manner of speaking you don't want to waste your shot right (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah exactly but i think i think i think all of us here have probably gone through that position i mean vince you're a professional like you're a professional you you hate the term but you're a chef like you hate you hate calling yourself that yeah, but, like I'm, I mean, I'm like, sure even, you've met people. But the thing and, is, like, like that are in the industry at events, and you're like, I want to geek out a little bit, but then I'm I'm at an event, I should be a little professional or whatever. I haven't really ever fanboyed in regards to like the culinary industry. I fanboyed actually. I had a fanboy moment yesterday. Um, I actually got to meet one of my I I like I used to follow web comics really really oh, heavily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I got to meet one of my favorite web comic artists yesterday, oh, and cool. I was like, I was like shaking in line about to buy uh, this book and i'm just like i'm like man this never happens this is really weird <laughs> yeah dude, you got you got cool, like man. really nervous <laughs> it happens though. i mean like i got to meet bruce springsteen i mean laugh now but that's Yo. like a huge deal to me like i'm a huge awesome. bruce springsteen fan and like i think a- after that you know to kind of even follow up on the answer i already gave is like after i kind of met bruce springsteen i feel like i could look anyone in the eye and not even <laughs> you know what i mean that that was were kinda... you screaming internally you were just like oh god oh, i was god, trying oh, god. not to cry you know i mean i just felt so overwhelmed you know he has such a presence about him and you know the way his songs have affected my my whole life and you know i have lyrics of his tattooed on my arm (laughs) so i mean you're he's your hero yeah absolutely man absolutely i mean like i do i do stuff like i i've i have a weird internet presence i don't that's about as much as i can describe what i do (laughs) i have a a very weird internet presence uh but I've met so many people doing this. Like I know, I know people that I really shouldn't know. That's I mean, that's that's yeah. That's the thing. So like I, I and I do MacFest every year. So when when guests come that I know, we'll hang out. Oh, awesome! And it's it's weird One of my because buddies goes there every year. He tells I, me I, I live down time. the road from where they do MacFest, so I go every. Oh, okay, year. cool. That's uh, awesome. 
But so like I, I know people like I remember the the one weird year for me was the year that like that Hot Pepper Gaming came, um, and it's, it's Hot Pepper Gaming, so they deal with every kind of YouTuber ever. Like they're if they if they've been on the show, like people know about them and all other stuff like that. So hanging out with these guys and like it's it's weird because you 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 see it from the other side, but then like you'll hang out with them. After like after like event hours and stuff, and you'll get to meet other people, and you want to have that fanboy moment so bad, and it's just like it's, but you're like it's, I don't want to be I don't want to be that creepy dude like, who freaks out right now. But I but I like, think one I of think, the things you realize in that moment too is they're they're just like you. You know what I mean? They're really exactly nervous. exactly. Yeah. But still, I want to have that moment. Like the first time I met the first time I met um I met Eagle Raptor was at Macfest through through a friend that knew him. We were just hanging out. And I was just like, I want to fanboy real hard. <laughs> You're like this but fucking like, ego raptor in the room right now. Exactly. Like, like we're hanging out. We're like we're like playing. Like I think somebody had brought their Wii, and we were like playing shit in the, in the hotel room. And you don't want to be that guy. And like so, I, I and I wasn't, but like we like started talking, and he was like really chill to talk to. I was like, this is really cool. But again, in the back of my head, this? but it's huh. Who was it? Ego Raptor, oh, okay. Aaron oh, Hansen. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. But then it's, it's weird because like now I know like I know Gerard the completionist through again through Magfest. I know I know a million people because of, like doing stuff with the Yeti, so I know YouTubers and stuff because they deal with all these people. And it's, just, it's 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 so weird because now that I do stuff with games and like internet stuff, I meet more people, but it's still like I'll meet people who are high up that work on big things that I love, and it's just like yeah, I get that chance to tell you how much your work has affected me, but I also really want to be professional about it. <laughs> exactly, and I mean, there's always a time and a place, and like I think people that um, you know, are social and have like a good outreach, like you're describing, you know, they they know when it is, and I think people can gather that when you're not overbearing them, you know, especially because there's so many scenarios where you'll be at a con and a lot of guests, you know either don't want to be there you know sometimes you get that impression maybe <laughs> like hey yeah. maybe this person doesn't even want to be here right now and just you know, I've, I've heard i've heard the horror stories where you meet your hero and like they're they just let you down you know and like that's just something you never want to happen to you ever yeah i've definitely heard i've i've had friends who work and stuff see that happen like people who wait for like like people who who get signings and stuff and they wait to meet like like this happened at the last pa- at PAX East, and I felt, I heard about this, and I felt so sad. Uh, it was it was a girl that uh, a buddy of mine had finished his signing, and there was a girl waiting in line for like I think Jacksepticeye or like Markiplier or something, like waiting for their line, and they had cut the line off right in front of her, and he just saw the girl like sitting in the corner, just like bawling her fucking eyes out, like just sitting there, just one like of the, one watching of the big them finish YouTubers. signing stuff. Yeah, like, and she was just sitting there. They were just sitting there watching this girl cry her eyes out. Like, it was like we could sign something for you, uh, but then like, that, that's not who she wanted. So you know, like, it's, it's like, that's kind, of, that's kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. but I, like, oh, there's man. not really a whole lot you could do in that kind of situation, yeah. though. But then like, like there's yeah. the other yeah. side of that where we've done, uh, who who was it for? It was for I think it was for Gerard one year. Uh, the line was like wrapped around the signing area and he ran over his time so he had like he just he put out on twitter he was like he was like anybody that missed the signing we're meeting up at this time if you wanted something signed meet up and we're gonna do shit. it that's awesome so like that's there's awesome. people that's who, who will definitely go out of their way and make sure make sure this stuff happens but then like there's the horror story of like that was my hero and i couldn't meet them and it's like crushed my day you know what i mean yeah, yeah. 
And no one wants, like, you know, I just, I would never want to be that to someone. But also, oh, don't God, be that yeah. fan that if you go to a panel, um, they're signing the stuff for a reason. Don't get up and ask them to sign you to give them a gift right there. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't be that panel, fucking yeah. person. Because we, well, I've seen, the people I've seen in the audience hate you, to... and also the people that are running the panel kind of hate you for doing that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen Greg, you know, um, like he'll sign anything for anybody almost at any given point in time like you know he just always says yes and but when he's in a panel you know and there's 40 other people there and one person wants their stuff signed then you know everyone wants their stuff signed and then it's not really a panel anymore then it's an autograph session and, and instead yeah, of yeah. Like, you know and like you kind of lose the value of you know what the event is supposed to be and like I, you know obviously i think almost every guest at any con either does a panel and an autograph session, you know, they try to do both. That way you can kind of, because for me, I mean, the autograph's cool, but it's really only like a five-second, hey, what's up? I, I'd rather listen to someone talk and, you know, kind of learn about what they do or, you know, get to ask them a cool question. I think, like, that's a little bit more, like, intimate than right. an autograph. But, I mean, I totally get why people like to have keepsakes, you know, and stuff like that to oh, for put sure. on the wall or something. I'd rather I have was, the I moment. Was, I'd rather have the moment or, like, yes, have... the game grump still. That's, 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 like, but... Like that was you nerd. That nerd. was like, <laughs> but it's just you like, like that's it's cool. I got the keepsake, but also went to the panel and like I I did the panel and everything. But you know, and, and especially when you get to, I think there, I think there's a degree of like common sense that should come into some of this stuff. I'm kind of ranting about people that are really shit at panels at this point. Uh, no worries. <laughs> like bad like, con experiences. Yes. I don't know. I will say I've, it was like I've, Kevin. I've, you you got to meet you got to meet like the the sleepy cabin guys. Yeah. Uh, that was really fucking cool. I got that, that, that video for you that I, I still have that video on my phone, by the way. Yeah, that was like, I would much rather have a video of Stamper telling me to fuck off than like an that's, autograph. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's priceless. There, you still have that? Yeah, it's on my phone still. <laughs> yeah. Thank God someone does. Uh, but it, it's like, uh, what was, what was that? Um, a buddy that was in a panel and he, he said, you know, I've done this panel here this many years I've done a whole bunch of panels at different cons there's questions that there's kind of like the common knowledge for at this point like you can like just you you should know this like I feel Google like you it. should just know this information and not kind of ask this question like like there's always the question like oh how do I get into doing this and you know uh, just like like questions like that and there's there's a reason where it's just like there's a reason these panels go up online, so you can get that information yeah. if you're not there. Don't have, you don't have to ask that question at every panel because that it's like man, this is that killed like ten minutes of them trying to explain that question. Yeah, that didn't need to be killed. So uh, it's uh uh I can I can rant about bad content all, all, all day. <laughs> I miss I miss Someone, doing panels. I used to love doing panels. A couple panels and just wanted to get a really good question, and they just kept skipping you, didn't they, Kevin? No, I don't ask questions. The thing is, I don't ask questions at panels I go to because I just want to listen. That's fair. I think the the one panel I've asked a question at is because the friends of mine doing a panel, and I just wanted to be a dickhole just because they were. I was sitting in the front row. Oh god! They're like, they're like, we know our panel's gonna be packed. We're gonna get you in early. Sit in the front row. So I like, I'm in the front row. I'm gonna be a jackass because you got me in here and you made me sit in the front row. I'm gonna be a jackass the entire time I'm there. Which one of you guys has the biggest penis? <laughs> Shit like that. Oh, you got so it. You have, have to take that question and run with it for sure, though. Oh like, yeah, if, for as sure. As long as you had other people like running that panel with you, I'd just be like, "Well, um, I believe it's you." 
I'm gonna send and just pass done, it on to the next person. A video Jesus. of the panel from Continue Show from MacFest from this year, um, where they had like a bunch of us know each other because of like doing like because of Continue Show. It's like we're all fans of Continue Show, uh, and they they yeah. sat us all together in the front row. So we were just and we we know all the guys. So we were dicking around with them real hard. So you guys like just the, ragging on him? The one dude doing all the sound stuff for them during the panel is our buddy Kevin. And anytime he, anytime he did a fucking thing, we just thought the part, Kevin, Kevin. And like the whole crowd was cheering oh and it killed God. so much time in the panel. They were so pissed. That's great. <laughs> Straight Rude. love him. Should, 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 is it question time, Kevin? Uh, is it question we can time? It's question time, yeah. There's, uh, oh let's, God, yeah. Let's fucking do it. All right. We got some good first, ones this week. Oh we have some very, very fun questions. Uh, first question comes from Mark Iken. Mark, thank you very much for your question. What's up, Mark? Thanks. Mark asks, what is your favorite anime OST? I can answer this one Yeah, but Vincent and I just discussed this earlier. I think we have the same. Uh, it's the Nana OST. Oh, that's cool. Okay. It's 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 kind of easy because it's it's already a music related fucking anime, yeah. but yeah. oh my god, the Nana OST is so good. I love it. It's one of my favorites. I gotta say though, um, I actually really like the Yuri and Ice one. Yeah, that one's actually cool. pretty good. They have a lot of good music in there. Mm-hmm. So, what you got, Kev? Um, probably, mine's probably like Wolf's Rain. Wolf's yeah. Rain uh, had a very that's ambient, a good one. Uh, score to that to that whole series, especially like in the first three episodes, where like, uh, or the episode where they're they're escaping from the the city. Yes, is like the yeah, music I through that through that, that whole show. sequence is fantastic. Uh, I feel the the music just in that show, and you know, it's one of those shows where the music plays a huge role in capturing the entire like definitely. It, oh, definitely. it emphasizes in making the series really depressing. Oh yes. my god, does it though? Does Dude, Gravity it. is like the saddest fucking anime ending song I've ever heard in my life. Oh, but it's so good. I, I haven't named, had Wolf uh, Red Fields in a while. I named my dog after Kiba, the main character. Because, oh no. Because like, dude, I... I love I love that main character so much. And someone... How I like ended up watching that show was... um, One of my friends was like, have you ever seen Wolf's Rain? And I was like, no. And she was like, well, you're Kiba. And I was like, what's that mean? And she's like, just watch it. And I watched it. And I just was, watch it, you'll get it. I was like, yeah, I can see a lot of these similarities yeah. in like, the personality. But it's mainly, I just, I love his passion. Just like his relentless drive to do something despite knowing how impossible it may be. Like it's just. That's his, that's his ninja way. It is, dude. It's totally, <laughs> he's Rock Lee, man. Just with more heart and like raging angst. And a bit, and it's a bit more somber. Yeah. Oh yeah. A little more sad for sure. A little more emo. Everybody in that show is fucking sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It's, it's, I mean, it's a depressing it's, one, dude. It hurts. Yeah. That, that's, what, that's, on the list, that's on the list for us to is watch. That, is show. that your OST too, Sam? No. I would have to... I mean, oh, it's a really good one. Don't get me wrong. I would have to say... Um, I'd have to give it to the Beck OST, man. It's just so cool. God, I love, yeah. I love oh, Beck. God. I actually haven't thought about it since you mentioned it, and I was just like, fuck, I got Beck another is so one. Good. Kids on the Slope. Kids on the Slope is Ooh. great. How about Angel Beats, too? That's another yeah, Angel Beats. Angel Beats. Yeah. I love the girl punk band that's in that shit. It is so good. Okay, absolute all-time classic, fucking Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Of course. Like, that, Which that's, is a that's, lot. That's like a, Which that's series like has a more go. iconic opening? Yeah. Like, oh, Tank is, like, ingrained Ooh, in everybody's another, memory. Another one would be Samurai Shadow. I was going to say Samurai Shadow. Oh, my God, yes. 
Notice there's three things that Wolfsbane, Champlu, uh, and Cowboy Bebop have in common. Uh, Yoko, Yoko Kano? Exactly. But I mean, yeah. Samurai Champloo is just like, it's Nujabe, so you, you like, that's on top. So for, good. And I think I think FLCL too, because yeah. the pillows. Yeah. The pillows. Without, without the pillows in that show, like it just again, it's a, a show that needs that exact soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone loves that oh, soundtrack. Definitely. What did Team Revolution do? They did Roroni Kenshin. Roroni Kenshin. He did Soul Eater. Uh, he did Soul Eater too. He did the opening for Soul I never Eater. liked Soul Eater. The last time I went to Ma- this, the last time I went to uh, to the Otakon was the year the, the the second time he's ever been to America for a show. Uh, he did he did Otakon for this for the twentieth anniversary. Uh, it was them and and Homei Kazuku who does all the music for Raka Seven, and they played. Cool. I didn't know he did Soul Eater, and I was like, like I was like the what like. He started playing yeah. it and you freaked I'd, out. I'd never been to like any like the concerts and shit they do for like cons where they bring in the big guests. I made sure to go to that one because I was like, it's fucking TM Revolution. I was going to hear Heart Dude, of Sword good. and that's fucking it. Yes. And then Homie yes. Kazuku, I was like, I was like, I can just sit here and listen to the entire fucking Eureka 7 soundtrack and I'm cool. You guys are all <laughs> fucking weebs. Oh, man. I would I would watch so much like before I even got into like American rock music all I listened to was anime opening theme songs and ending theme songs and video game music I just didn't get American music I was such a, as you would call it a weeb yeah, I'm sure we all had <laughs> our not, not iPods our MP3 players I think we all did we're all fucking weeb I was really big into like the Inuyasha songs so. oh yeah the Do As Infinity stuff. Bet you were. Yep, and uh, Boa. Mm-hmm. That stuff's good. Bet you fucking were. I used were, to know were. the Sailor Moon Japanese opening by like actual words. That's awesome. And I don't, I don't know them anymore, but I'm sure I could brush up and get it, get it down again. I mean, totally kind of off topic, but like as far as Japanese bands go, I think uh, Asian Kung Fu Generation is by far like my favorite. Oh God, it's like one of my favorite bands. I think they might be my favorite band of all time. Period. But like. By far, my favorite Japanese band. I can't even start getting Let's into not. that. Let's not. I, I used to be really, really into Visual K. Oh, boy. So. Like, so, I, boy. I, I need to have just a, just a revelation episode. Where we talk about this, like just like our past with all this anime shit. It's just like the most embarrassing Maybe when you're in town, Kev. We could just do a roundtable when I, you're in town. I think we're going to do this during the roundtable and have Ken and Rachel with us. And just like oh, let no. this go. <laughs> That would be a fun episode with all of us. I think we might, because you, you have your camera, don't like, you, Vince? Well, uh, we're in that age yeah. where, like, you know, we were around when this stuff started coming out. You know what I mean? And it yeah. became popular. Yeah. Like, now I, I laugh because I go to cons, and I'm like, man, I see all these people that made fun of me in high school at a convention, and I'm like, yes, it's hilarious. I'm like, but I it's mean. It's cool now. I'm so glad that anime is popular because all it means for me as a fan is, you know, I get more content. You know, we get cool yeah. shit now. Exactly. We get yeah. streaming you services. Can walk Everything's hot immediate. It's just fucking anime. Yep. It's the top topic. It's just like so my it's Japanese like, animes. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so uh, good. So thanks for your question, Mark. That was actually a really good question. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that got us for a while. Oh, he's Next question. Sorry. Comes from Liliana Williams. Thank you very much for your question. Thank you very much. They ask, if you had any abilities from your anime, what would they be? Oh, God. So kind of like what mm. what superpower you'd have? Pretty much, yeah. Mob. I'd want mob's powers. 
You can't control those, though. He can. I he mean, can. Until a... he until he freaks out. Yeah. But he does have some control over his psychic abilities when he's not at 100%. Yeah. So my my all-time favorite superpower is always going to be telekinesis because, one, yeah, I, like I would fuck with people, yeah, and great. two, I could just use my mind to do things. Chronicle, so. baby. Chronicle. Yeah, Chronicle. Some Akira shit. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that'd be like. I, I would want to be Tetsuo. I would be Tetsuo. I'd Without be a piece of shit. Without the fucked up shit. <laughs> no, like, but like he only encountered the fucked up shit because they lasered him? his arm off. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, and it's really good too. I remember that because that shit looked really good. Yeah, but just like I would want to fuck with people. I would be Tetsuo. I would just be a dick. I would like. I'd be like, oh, you guys are all lesser than me because I'm. You turn into a giant mush baby. Yeah, <laughs> and then I, I then I'd absorb you into my body. <laughs> no. Fucks oh her in the God. fucking legion. Oh Jesus! What about you, Lauren? How about you? How about you, Lauren? I Kevin, you got some? <laughs> I mean, uh, mine's really easy. Want... I mean, it's what? really easy. What's what's yours? What's yours? I've just, I just would kill to be able to know what it's like to go Super Saiyan. Oh, oh like, that to is see a good myself one. to see myself with blonde spiky hair and just know like <laughs> dude who would ever that crazy r around who, you yeah who would who would like rob me or try to stick me up i would just be like bam and just do that and they'd be like holy shit oh fuck yeah i mean i don't know the, nothing seems cooler than that as you know cliche as it could be you know because there is so much you know awesome diversity in anime superpowers but like you know flying and shooting energy blasts and also Having spiky Shit, having, blonde hair. having use case powers. Be yeah, rad. dude. I, I was, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Spirit energy. That's, that's mine is probably Shh. mine is probably Yusuke from from Yu Hakusho. That'd be, uh, that'd be so. But cool. like season four, Yusuke, we had like lasers and powers hands. and shit. Dude, I loved that show too. That was another one. That's another really good show. Definitely. Magical girl transformations would be fun. That's no. yes. like <laughs> it was a it was magical for me. It was either magical girl or be Yusuke. Mm, can yeah. I just get can I just get a shining gun can I just get tequila Gundam sure tequila Gundam Neo Mexico's Gundam yes yeah oh my god yes oh tequila Gundam <laughs> tequila Gundam <laughs> I just want that can I have that oh I just want a Gundam god. or just give me like Ava Unit 1 but don't make it out of my mom tequila Gundam crawls <laughs> to the tournament ring wasted out of its mind Jesus yeah no Maxwell Girl Transformation would be baller though like yeah tequila Gundam actually runs on tequila <laughs> give me Tequila Gundam and then give me the G Horse. Yes. The fucking G Horse, God. <laughs> Jesus yes. Christ. How do we get back to G Gundam? What was, the, the, what was the horse's name? The G Horse. Yeah. No, no. It was he had G-horse. a name. He had a real name. What was his name? I'm Googling this. I have to. <laughs> this Lord would be your power. Now I'm saying potentially magical girl stuff. Oh, I think I to transform. Foon Psyche. Sorry. Oh, that's Psyche, name? That's yeah. With Psyche. Psyche. Oh, that was great. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, uh. shit. Food Psyche. Okay. Uh, Lord, you just want you just want to transform into a cool outfit at will? No, she'll get and, she'll and, get the magical girl and, power. And magic, it depends yeah. on which, which, Okay, so which one would you have though? Kind of oh, I don't power. know. Would you be like Jupiter and you'd have the super I get like, everything I want. Okay. Would you be like would you yeah. be like Madoka magical magical girl or like Okay, to branch off of this question, Ooh. if you had to be one of the Sailor Scouts, which power, which Sailor Scout would you be? Oh. Sailor Mercury. Cool. <laughs> Kevin Kevin came out with that one. <laughs> yeah, he was fuck like, Sailor Mercury. I actually have the cosplay in my closet now. Sailor fucking Mercury, get the fuck out of here. I would I would probably be Jupiter, because I always thought she was fucking badass. Yeah, dude. Uh, I like Jupiter, but Pluto's kind of crazy, because she controls, like... You'd be Saturn. 
and control fucking time space. Well, that's what Pluto is too. She's like the gatekeeper to yeah. all that shit. It's kind of crazy. Ooh, I, I don't know. Oh man, I would have to either go with. Um, I used to like Mars a lot. Yeah, dude. Oh, she was fire. She Nobody ever likes Venus. But I think that I like Venus too. But I think my favorite move is either uh, Neptune's or Uranus's. Like, I love the mm. wave like that Neptune uses, and I think like the the little like mini planet that Sailor Uranus uses to smash into the ground is fucking awesome. That's yeah, cool. that is really cool too. They all got great powers. Yeah, they I was all, a nerd. And I, shoot I love Sailor shit. Moon. Who had... Oh, it was uh, Star Gentle Uterus was the best one from fucking Sailor Stars. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's the best ability. Gentle... Star Gentle Uterus. Oh, man. Good, good uh, times. You always gotta go somewhere I, weird. Yeah, sorry we, sorry we hijacked the question. Oh, yeah. it's fine. This, this happens every week. It's... Are we going? Oh man, I'm looking at the next question. I thought no. we did something like this nope. already. No, we did not. We talked about this we, before. We mentioned it, but we didn't talk about the best. Uh, our next question is from. I don't have one because I don't care. Bobby Sen- <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> no, I Bobby don't. Senpai, who is the best monster girl? Best monster Laura, girl. Who's your best monster so, girl? <laughs> you can pick. You can pick a dragon maid. Yeah, there are monster about girls. That, I was like, I was like, Dude, uh, is it going to be Kana? Uh, no. Is it, it going to be uh, Luca? I like Emma because she's funny and she's just nervous all the time. She's cute. <laughs> um, I don't do monster girls. <laughs> That's your guys' bullshit. <laughs> Does Hana count as a monster girl? <laughs> Who? I hate you. <laughs> Hana from, from prison, prison school. Because no. you're trash. Uh, Kevin, you got you yours? I slime girl or whatever the hell you called her. Yeah. What's like, what, Sue from, from, from Monster Musume? It would either be it would either be Sue or Arachne from uh, Monster Musume because uh, Spider Woman's pretty hot, uh, but Sue, <laughs> yeah. a slime girl, can have as many holes as you can imagine. Stop! For, for me, it'd probably be Arachne from Monmusu or uh, or Zombina from Monmusu. Zombina, because she's a fucking zombie and her fucking arms just always fall off. That's just hilarious. We only got big titties, that's why. Sue, Sue can have as many holes as you Fine, can. Fine, do you want me to pick the fucking bird girl? Bird I think, girl? I think... Happy? Uh, would, yes. would Aisha count? Aisha Clan Clan from Outlaw Star? Yeah. Ooh. Because she would definitely be my favorite. Because I think Oh, she, fuck. I got to change my Oh, God, if we go to that. Ryoko. I was going to say Ryoko <laughs> was my second one because she's a demon, right? And yeah. even though yeah. she's a total see, babe like, and see, 10 out of 10 every time. <laughs> Well, see, that's the thing. I, I like demon. Wait, no, no, Lauren, you, you didn't have a monster girl. What happened, Lauren? Well, I was gonna say I like demon girls. Yeah. I don't like monster girls. It's the same girls, thing. So. Demon girls still count. You told me the other day that demon girls didn't count. Well, now like, it's demon changed. Demon girls don't count. They're a separate. They're a separate. They're a separate classification. But in this discussion, we can include it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Ryoko, uh, okay, Ryoko. I changed my answer to Ryoko because like Ryoko's Ryoko. fucking babe. I want, uh, someday I'll cosplay. I'm still cool with my answers. I saw how the I don't. I'm trying to think. What's the girl from Hosoki? At that point, uh, I can say fucking Botan from Yu Hakusho. Show. Yeah. Actually, actually, I want to say Araka from Araka Seven. That's cool. Yeah, we're not even 
not monsters. We're just on like no. She turns into a fucking lives. monster. Don't let's let's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she turns into like a giant like tiger. I mean, it is kind of yeah. Like, yeah, it's. I think that's a fair answer. She turns into fucking fair. space monster. Would... That's it. Yeah, I'm sticking to it. Monster. Asia clan clan. <laughs> that there we go. We good. Okay. I hope we answered your question. Uh, and our <laughs> really last, all over the place. Our last question comes from our good good boy Coffee Condoy. Good good boy. Thanks, Brian. Brian asks, what is one disappointing slash predictable plot twist from anime slash manga that you've watched slash read? And you're only doing one from each of us. So like, okay. so say like, like, I already got mine. Like how, like how, like how Ichigo was like the strongest motherfucker because he turned into every fucking demon. Like shit like that. Is that yours, no, Kevin? But that, that, I, I had to, like, because the way, the way Brian worded this when he sent this to me. I had to like get some kind of oh. clarification on what he meant. Uh, uh-huh. He gave he gave that was his example that he gave me. Uh, so like how not, Ichigo becomes so Samus not, at the beginning of every arc. Yeah. How, so not necessarily like a plot twist. That's like lame. No, but like 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 what's what's a thing with 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 an anime and manga that you've read? It's like really fucking like it's something that should have been really cool but ended up being really fucking stupid. Oh God, I don't know. Uh. I had a different answer. <laughs> um, my okay. So this isn't even a specific thing. This is just a trope that I really, really, really fucking hate. Mm-hmm. And it's when you know who the bad guy is in like the first fucking episode. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. and it's and, and it's, it's supposed not, to be a secret. It's supposed to be a secret, and it's definitely like one of the the original protagonist's group. And then, oh no, couple episodes in, oh, he's the bad guy. Yeah. That's. I hate that. I hate that one so much. I don't like it either. Um, the one where you get like and this is this isn't because of this is not because of the the series i'm giving an example for i know we rag on this shit a whole lot and it's not because of the series i'm I'm, I'm giving the example for uh the whole like is it sao the whole the whole the whole like we're stuck in like a different dimension or something and that that becomes like the driving plot point of the whole fucking series yeah. We're stuck in a video game. So dot hack. Like I think when that when dot hack was and like all the, its rendition. When dot hack was was the only thing that really did it, it was fine. But then when it, it's everything that followed. Everything that followed it made it really stupid and boring, and I hated it. I, it's like though. It, even when like, even when like the, the other version of dot hack came that. out, I was like, this is stupid. Like, how did this happen again? <laughs> well, oh, I was for a second thinking of a girl. Girls in a dungeon or whatever, but that's not that's not the same thing. That's no. not like an alternate. That's just like that's how it is. It's so, R- um, RPG. I will say Overlord is the the only show that I've seen recently that used that really well. The Overlord was really where they good. made him the bad antagonist. Was he was the bad guy. Uh, I think. Yeah. I I hate to I hate to rag on it because like I am a Digimon fan, but like the new Digimon Try. I want Ooh, I want some yeah. I want some answers like and I feel the yeah. they allude to the season two Digidestin being either taken out or beaten in a battle maybe killed I don't know but the way they're portraying it is that you know I think the Digimon Emperor is you know kind of back involved but the last thing I saw was he was also like some hologram and I was like really is just everything gonna be kind of like this plot device where they constantly go back to reverting like you know an illusion or a digital version of something and i was really hoping that they would kind of give me some more answers because you know that series has been going on for over a year now and i still have no idea what the what the antagonist like i definitely feel the, the same i feel the same especially with with digimon yeah because yeah, i've been 
I'm a huge Digimon fan, and that shit's like been, been killing me with that. Yeah. Oh, I got I got one I more. I think that's kind of in general of stuff that like goes on too long and doesn't have like I'm going to bring up Inuyasha where it's like, oh, the jewels together. Exactly. Oh, it shattered again. Let's go fucking find it all <laughs> the, uh, over. Or someone took the, it. It's the, just, it the constant loop of the exact same plot device. Yeah. Yeah. The Dragon Awful. Balls. Awful. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's dead. We need yeah. the Dragon Balls to yeah. bring someone back. But like. I don't know. There's something a little different with Dragon Ball. I mean, Dragon Ball Z. Like, oh yeah, Dragon, let's watch it again. But the thing is, like, with with Dragon with, Ball Z with, gets away with murder by definition every time. Like, yeah, they can just. Yeah. It's like you know, it's like Pokemon. It's like you can. Kinda... It's like Goku getting away with raising his kids. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's weird with <laughs> Dragon Ball Z because in Dragon Ball, it was such a big arc for them to find the Dragon Balls. Dragon yeah. Ball Z, yeah. they, it was a big arc once. The next time they found the Dragon Balls, they literally found it in like five minutes of the episode. Yeah. Well, and every time they try to find it, it's usually to bring someone back or something. So right, yeah. but it's like it's so and so died. Let's bring him back. But or it's it's whatever. to the point now that like they make that wish and then like they find them immediately and just have them for when it's when they need them again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like at the beginning of uh, at the beginning of Super, well, the beginning of one of the movies, they're one of the prizes that they just had for like this little contest thing for Bulma's birthday was somebody got to make a wish with the Dragon Balls. So they just had them. Yeah. yeah. They just had them. They just, they're just that good just getting them now. They're just like, oh, okay, now I it's mean, back in my Go- hand. Goku can fucking teleport anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. I, I, the probably most recent disappointing plot point that I have is uh, the all of the shit revolving around the basement in Attack on Titan. Because by the time they actually got to the basement, I didn't give a nope. shit anymore. Yeah. See, it's been a while since I've seen the first season, and I just started watching the the second season. And um, have you guys watched any of that? I've read I've, all of it. I, I'm caught up on the I, manga. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, what I think is really disturbing and kind of adds to the horror aspect of the show to me is the fact that the Titans can talk. Like yes, that fucked me up the first time I saw that. I was kind of like, <laughs> I was like, how mentally fucked up are these creatures that they can acknowledge that we're just mini versions of them but they're just going to just ravage our villages and eat us like food and leave our bodies hanging it's just so gross but yeah See, I, I was gonna don't. I was gonna say something for my next device and you just like I now I kind of don't want to spoil it because I feel like you're not caught up with this stuff and it revolved around attack on Titan ooh don't spoil it I, don't, I'm not yeah. but like that you I, Vince and Lauren, you I, want I know you know what I'm talking about if Anyways. Anyways. I'm like, I'm like, imagine you guys looking at each other, just like doing sign language, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I will say, I will say, Attack on Titan was good for like the first good number of chapters, and then it just kind of like you could tell that the the author was kind of scrambling to continue the plot a little bit, and that's what was disappointing. Messy. Uh, Yeah, it gets it gets really messy or boring for that matter. It has like one of those It's one of those shows that has a wide appeal You know and I feel like shows like that Need to exist you know For just like the who broader doesn't, fan Who base. doesn't like Potato Girl <laughs> Exactly I mean there's, there's so much There's Sasha. some good stuff in it you know Even though when you know obviously I feel like all animes Hit a trope where like there can be like kind of boring Or you know plot twists that you don't Always like jive with but I, I feel like Overall I mean it, it's a decent concept, and I think you know it has good qualities about it for sure. But it, yeah, because we we loved it when it first came mm-hmm. out. Yeah. But I think like the, with the weight and everything else, it's like we just lost complete interest. Um, and like because of some of the stuff we know, we're just like, oh, whatever. The only other, the only <laughs> but other point I, I'll go ahead. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like 
Like, coming in fresh, I feel like it's worth, like, at least going through once. Yeah. You know, but oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. I don't... Because I, I, I initially love the concept. There's nothing else like it. Yeah. Really. It was cool yeah. as shit. But, but then I, fe- I feel like they kind of just, like... They let their hype die down, and then yeah. all of this other stuff came up that was better yeah. exposition-wise. So, I don't we'll know. See. But like, we'll see what happens. It's, it's weird, because, like, you don't really get... You don't really get a good series that balances action and exposition yeah. really I well. A, I think right. a good example of this is, like, uh, High School of the Dead. Like, when that show came yeah. out, I fucking loved it. Like, I thought, yeah, there was, like, a lot of fan service and stuff, but, like, overall, like, I was, like, I'm into this. And, like, zombies and the high school kids and, like, all these chicks are badasses and, like, you know, can just fight everyone off. with these... Gunfire. Yeah, I was, like, this is great. And then, like, the show just ends. And even if you read after the manga, like, it also just kind of ends and you know unfortunately yeah. I think right the writer yeah the writer died I believe or the animator yeah yeah which is yeah. Yeah, super sad because it didn't even get to finish up uh the the I had one more that I thought of and it's, it's this is this is one that a lot of shows do and I think it's gotten to be just like stale and a reason that I won't watch a show now where it's uh-huh. uh a main character goes bad and the other main character wants to bring them back and make them good again so there's the naruto? naruto and sasuke naruto is like the best example of that but there's like it's it's like the thing is the person they went bad madoka is kind of like that like just fucking yeah huh madoka madoka yeah like uh yeah madoka definitely that. has that i can't remember what the, what the fuck the blue girl's name is uh but her ass goes fucking crazy uh, and she turns into a witch, and she's like, "No, we can, we can fix her." Like, "No, you fucking can't kill that bitch." <laughs> that didn't even go on for two episodes. Fucking kill that bitch. Sasuke, Sasuke was an entire arc, and then like four seasons of Shippuden. Fucking kill that motherfucker. Yeah, dude. <laughs> when they, I loved it when you know they formed that team after the tuning exam. Yes, to go the, and the initial chase them that down. initial arc was yeah. so fucking it good. Was fucking it picked, great. It picked all the best characters in the show, and they were just like, "Yo, we're gonna go get this motherfucker and fight all these high rank ass ninjas." Done. Yeah, dude. Oh, and then fucking so great. Rockley and Gar were in that shit. Baller. Yep. Ugh. Ugh. is my favorite fucking character. Yeah. Gar is my favorite same. character. So I was like, "Yo, him and him and Rockley so, like teamed up." And, I'm fucking that's shit right there i wish <laughs> i wish after sasuke found out about the whole thing with itachi i wish they would have killed him. yes after after sasuke realizes that he's a piece of shit and he completely misjudged his brother i wish he would have died not i don't want i didn't want him to die i just wanted him to stop being dramatic being a, sh- a yeah. shit being like a he bitch. was purposely still being a stubborn buck all like, the way to the end and oh. then like even at their wedding he fucking goes yeah, congrats. Sorry, I couldn't make it. He's such a piece of shit. Yeah, dude. I used to, he, I used to love like, him, and then I'm like, like fuck everyone you. Loves Sasuke. Like, yeah. I, I don't I, I, I like his character in the Boruto arc now. I felt for Because him. of, like, it, it, how he is now makes a lot of sense if you have the backstory. But leading up to what he is now, he's really shitty, and I really kind of wish he would have died. <laughs> he's kind of like the... Like the the long con version of Aoshi Shinomori and Roroni Kenshin. You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> like, Aoshi, like, you know, he kind of goes a little fucking batshit for, like, a season. And then, like, afterwards, he's kind of like, I need to meditate every day because I went fucking crazy, man. And I'm sorry. You know, like, I'm so I'm really sorry, sorry that I went crazy. Yeah, dude, literally, like, he's not, like, now... he owns up to it. No problem. Owns yeah. Up to it. 
Like, now he's like an assassin. He's training Naruto's kid, which is cool. Uh, but, like, in, at first he was a fucking weenie and just was a crybaby. And then he found <laughs> he out, he found out that, he, that his shit, all the shit he was doing was stupid. And he should, at the point, he should have given up. He should have been like, I fucked up. Like, if you would have owned up to him, like, I fucked up. But he, the thing, he owned up to it, then he was like, but now I'm going to use the reason I fucked up to fuck up even more. Yeah. Because he's a fuck up. Because he's a fucking baby. Sasuke is like, okay, so Naruto and Sasuke are, like, the big thing is that they're the same character. They're, like, they're parallels. Mm -hmm. And it shows, like, the path that you don't want to go on and the path that you do want to go on. Naruto ends up Hokage. Sasuke ends up a joke in the rest of the anime world. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like I said, how he is now in Boruto is such a better character than he would have ever been in the rest of Naruto, which is really bad because it took all that lead up to make him into a good character. It took him going to another series to make him into a good character. God, Nick, the- he still ditches Donna though. Uh, yeah. no, and yes, <laughs> kind of. No, because um, he, I will like all he does is go on missions outside the village now. Now I've thought about like the one it's series like, that pulled salad. off. Pulled off the whole. You hey, let's salad. go back and get the guy. Salad. salad. The one series that pulled and off the whole. Hey, let's go get our friend back, and then he turns, and then you don't want him anymore. Is Berserk? Yeah. Oh my god. Because <laughs> immediately after that happens, you're like, "Fuck, rip it." Oh yeah. Fuck that, Fuck that piece of shit. I hate him so much. I hate him. I hate how everyone's like, oh, he's the best character. I'm like, I don't care. He's, he's still a piece of shit. I hate everyone. Anytime he's an you see Griffin get his ass kicked, it's like the best moment of my life. I want him. I Watch, just want Watching him get slapped by Rickard. Oh, God. Oh, I love that panel so much. <laughs> I just wish I could, like, watch him have a slow death. Someday. Probably this not. Never. Probably not. It but it'll never be, maybe. It'll be the end of the series when they finally fucking end it. And it's just. Done. Thank God. Ugh. It will never I just, end. I just want. I just die. want guts to slowly just drive his sword all the way through Griffith. Yep. That's all I want. And in half, in half. Yeah. Slice him in half. That's it. <laughs> but it's never gonna happen, and I know it's never gonna happen. So, uh, Brian, thank you very much for your question. <laughs> 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 we uh, we ran with that one a bit. Sorry. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Don't forget, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Uh, we're under Shonen Trashcast on most of those things. We're under Shonen Trashcast on everything because there's like other stuff that I don't yeah. upload to that has the RSS feed that has like the show. So if you listen to podcasts, have to search for it. Nice. Awesome. Uh, next week we'll be back with Anohana, the flower we saw that day. Oh God. Which, uh, from that what just, I've heard, that just is, sounds depressing. It's super fucking sad. I have I've never seen it. And it was like I was I've never seen I was it. looking for shows that I've, I've heard never things. watched, but I've always kind of wanted to watch. Okay, so I, this is one. This is one we actually all three of us has never seen. Wait. So the animation looks really good. Uh, too, so. Are you sure? Yeah, I haven't seen it. What's the premise um, of that one? No idea. No idea. What? I know. Oh, I know barely anything about that series. I know this one. I know of it, but I don't know what I it's know about. I know the premise. Yeah. Uh, well, don't Sam, spoil it. I'm is not What else? Thing that you want to plug while you're here? Where can people yeah, find yeah. you online and all that good stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on social media. I'm on Twitter. My handle's Sam Bigums. It's kind of a joke name my friends gave me. You can follow me on there. And, uh, I mean, just kind of keep up to date with that because I always post, like, what I'm doing, what I'm up to, any new roles or, like, any new, like, music projects or what cons I'm going to and stuff. Um, we'll probably be doing, like, another Project Beck show this year. So um, I'll probably have some info I can announce soon on that. So definitely be on the lookout. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I appreciate you guys having me for real. It's been a lot of fun. This is definitely yeah, we'll cool definitely have to have you here. back. This is definitely a, yeah, a different thing uh, we've done on the show, which was fun. But we'll definitely have you back for a, a regular episode sometime soon. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Let me know, guys. I'd love to come back. It was a good time. And, uh, you know, good luck with the podcast. It's a lot of fun. I think you guys are on to something. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, please don't forget to send in your listener questions to shonentrashcast at gmail.com or using the hashtag <laughs> shonenasks. Uh, Vince, if people want to find you online, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Vince, spelled V-E-E-N-C-E. I'm Vince on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, everywhere. DeviantArt. DeviantArt. <laughs> you can see, you you can see all Angel, my... Uh, Angel all Fire, my, Zanga, you, MySpace. Zanga. <laughs> you can see all of my... Uh, all of my Naruto x My Little Pony slash fic oh drawings God, on DeviantArt. Aim. It's per- super hot. Uh, Lauren, if people want to find you online, where can they find you? I miss Silver Fox, I think, pretty much on everything now. Okay. Um, whether it has an underscore or not. <laughs> and if you fucking, do, you creep on her sure. on the internet, I will go after you, I swear to God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, it's not M-I-S, it's uh, M-S and then Silver Fox. Kev, where can we find you? Uh, I am at Kev Bobbitt on Twitter. I run the Twitter for the podcast. Uh, and I should, I, I will actually be on a new thing very soon. Uh, I'll, I'll give more information. It's, uh, on that. it's, it's my free cams. Oh my God. Kev Bobbitt. I'm going to show my titties. <laughs> I'm going to show my titties and give me tokens. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, no, I'll be, I'll be, That's uh, the I'll, big be reveal. A, I'll be on a new show very soon, uh, that I got invited to last week. So we'll see. What happens with that? I'll give some more information on that mm. when that comes out. Uh, and I'll be streaming again on Twitch starting next week because the new Shovel Knight stuff comes out. So I'm going to play that for people. Cool. Nice. Since you couldn't for Persona because... That game's so good. I wish I could have streamed that. Uh, I'm at the fucking end of the game. It's so fucking good. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm going to do after we get done with this. Play more Persona. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's cut this off so Kevin can go play Persona. Uh, I have been Vincent Perez. I have been Lauren Reschel. I've been Kevin Bobbitt. And I've been myself, Sam. Sam is. <laughs> cool. We'll see you next week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, guys. Bye.